WWE Cardiff Premium Live event gets its name. Chris Ridgway wins the Pro Wrestling Noah GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships in his first match back. Ninja Mac has been announced for RevPro UK Cruel Intentions. Kid Bandit is set for his UK debut with Sovereign Pro Wrestling. And the Carnival Pure Champion will be crowned at Wrestle Carnival's Ringmasters. All that and more on this Brit Rest Roundup. Anime protagonists and ninjas? Yes, this is still a Brit Rush podcast. <laughs> we are TN Ties, the Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling, as featured on BodiesFam.net, brought to you by Powerful TV. I'm your host, the Great British Taku, Mr. Andrew Moore, and D2 Most. Joined as always by Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, just Dan for short. Hi. I did it. I made it all the way through without fluffing it. Yeah, it makes a nice change. Got, got a little fumbly. I, I blame the medication for that. I have been suffering quite badly with my back and been highly medicated throughout the week, so I haven't really done much. Uh, I blame the whiskey. You've been on the whiskey. Uh, I did watch NXT UK, so we will be uh, recapping and reviewing, obviously, the most recent NXT UK. I will let you know how Chris Ridgway got in on his first match back, how Chris Brooks got on in his recent tag team defence. Uh, we've got European wrestling news, wrestling news from around the world, and it sh- should be a great show. It should indeed. And I was actually at a show in person last night. I was at PEW, Phenomenal Elite Wrestling, and I shall let you know how that went as well. Why don't you start? I shall indeed. We had a pre-show at Phenomenal Elite Wrestling, um, mm. which was fun. We had Drake Winter versus The Invisible Man, who came out with his cloak of invisibility. It was, it was a different gimmick. It was a fun gimmick. Um, the crowd enjoyed it. Um, and yes, the Invisible Man came out on top. Uh, we then had Aluna Blue versus Ivy. Um, Aluna Blue, absolutely brilliant. Um, fantastic wrestler. And Ivy, of course, is... Um, she's one of the best, isn't she? Yes. Um, so they had a, a, a good, good knockout um, match to begin with to get the crowd pumped, ready for the full show. And Ivy came out on top. We then had our... First match, which was Big Guns Joe versus Chase Alexander, who of course came out with his martini. Um, a lot of chants saying that he looked like a sick former, as he does wrestle in black trousers and a white shirt. Um, he does, and my missus really dis- dislikes this. She thinks that wrestlers are wrestlers and they should wear trunks or tights or so. Or singlets sorry, like Chase. Big Guns Joe. <laughs> The singlets like Big Guns Joe, yet uh, she thinks there should be strict dress codes in wrestling. And that's even worse to me. I mean, even I don't go that bad, but she has a point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is the well-dressed man, Big Guns Joe, came out on top in that match. We then have Mariah May versus Echo Reed um, in a quarterfinal for the... um, uh, the fantastic new championship that is being done, the Fallen Angels title. Um... Mariah May had such a tantrum. She was bratty. She was not happy with being there, not happy with the crowd, not happy at all. Um, She was great. And she took on Echo Reed. And Echo Reed put on a really good showing, um, really took it to Mariah May. But unfortunately, in the end, she did lose out. And Mariah May continues through in this. We then had a promo from The Prestige. Um, 
who at the last show beat down his tag team partner, um, Rai the Sound Guy. Um, now, because Rai the Sound Guy was wrestling, um, they needed a new sound guy, which is where I came in. I was the sound guy for PEW. Um, which Did was- you win the tag team championship? I didn't win the tag team championships. I didn't get up from my desk because I know I am not a wrestler. <laughs> new sound guy versus internet champion coming soon. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, right, the sound guy was then put in a match against Big Jim Die Hard. Now, Rai is a, a, a younger guy. He appears to still be in his teens and is about half the size of Big Jim Die Hard. And unfortunately, size definitely did matter and he got squished. And then the Prestige decided that he would have a match with Rai after that beatdown. And he also pinned Rai the sound guy. But afterwards, Rai demanded that he had a rematch under proper rules and they will have a loser leaves PEW match, which will be very exciting. We then had the four-way match for the Internet Championship, which is currently held by Mr. H. Hood. Polish Barry, Toby Valentine and James Mason all went in for this championship match. And H. Hood did his despicable um, jumping on other people's hard work to get the pins. And he ended up winning the match overall after pinning James Mason with his feet on the ropes. H. Hood has defended that title now, technically seven times with the number of people he's beaten. And I interviewed him afterwards, and I believe we're going to pop that in here. And as you can see, he, um, he's still his charming, lovely self. Um, well, that's because you showed a man no respect. No respect whatsoever. He is the greatest PEW internet champion. He's and yet you continue disrespect him the way you do no wonder he uh yeah i think i think he should challenge i think he should put you down in the ring really i think he should i i i spoke to polish barry after the match as well and polish barry wants a piece of hatred so maybe i can sort of like push for that and maybe help him out uh we then had hello polish barry he's into anime and anyone (laughs) who's into anime it's always good in my books he was a really nice guy. Uh, we then had the women's championship match. We had Rio versus Harley Hudson versus Aurora Tevez. The crowd hate Rio. I'm not surprised. I, I, I did you know? I watched. I literally just watched actually the uh, previous PEW show in which Rio took on Aurora Tevez. So I'm not surprised that the crowd dis- dislike her. And I, I remember what you said about Big Jim Diehard. He was up against Callum Newman. He didn't look so big. No, Callum Newman is, is a, a big boy himself now. He really is. <laughs> he really is. Anyway, get back to it. <laughs> um, Rio was getting lots of hatred from the crowd, whereas they loved Harley and they do love Aurora Tevez, who retained her championship in a really good match. Um, the Rebellion then took on the team of Chocolate Thunder and Lance Rivera. Um, there was 
a lot of shenanigans from the new team of the Chocolate Rave. Um, they did gel together well. They were good. Um, but they were beaten by the rebellion. And as you will see in a video that I'm going to put up very soon, um, Lance Rivera was very angry with me. And apparently I made Chocolate Thunder cry. So that, I, that, I, I heard about this. I heard about this. And uh, again, all I can say is, uh, Mr. Chocolate Fund, I can only apologise. My co-host, he has no manners, no respect. It's just, just, I'm sorry. Please come on our show and we, I will show you the respect you deserve and we'll have a great little chat about how great Chocolate Funder actually is. After the match... The Rebellion were attacked by a new tag team of Riley Nova and Brady Phillips. Um, there is a video going around online of Riley Nova lifting up Jack Toreno and Brady Phillips doing a um, backstabber. The height that Brady Phillips gets on that jump is ridiculous. He is... He's a super athlete. He really is. Uh, we then had another quarterfinal match in the um, championship for the Fallen Angels Championship. It was Ruby Radley versus Aurora. And on this occasion, Ruby Radley came out on top and the fans were very happy about that. We then had our main event of the night, Just Joe Lando versus Martin Kirby, who again is hated and did call one of the children a pig-faced child. So, I mean, there are reasons to hate him. I'm, I'm sure the child was. <laughs> anyway, Kirby and Lando had the kind of match you'd expect. It was absolutely brilliant. It was technical. It was traditional British wrestling with storytelling and a bit of comedy in there as well. It was absolutely brilliant. Kirby is such a talent. Mm. Just Joe Lando, however, got beaten by Martin Kirby. He retained his belt and then out came... Martin Kirby's new stable, The Entitled, which consists of himself, Big Jim Diehard, Riley Nova, Brady Phillips, and Ivy. This is a very nasty looking new stable who could do a lot of damage. Yorkshire connection there. <laughs> there is a Yorkshire connection there. All in all, I would give PEW Show four sugars. Fair play, PW. I think uh, it does sound like a great show. I look forward to catching that on Powered for TV uh, when it becomes available. And of course, you guys out there can also catch it on Powered for TV. And if you want to do so for free, all you have to do is sign up, use our promotional code TEAPOD, T E A P O D. You will get 30 days free to watch incredible. Great British wrestling, as well as some fantastic American wrestling. And then it's just $7.99 a month afterwards and helps support British wrestling and us. Can't go wrong. Indeed. Uh, let's get on to some news. So uh, the WWE, the uh, Cardiff show, the premium live event that is going to be happening in Wales on September 3rd. It's been given a name. It has. And it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Clash at the castle. Hmm. 
not actually at the castle, is it? No, it's it's at a stadium for one, and uh, not everything in England has to do with castles. By the way, we have lots of other things. You know, castles are a good good bit of our past and history. Yes, but it is not the only thing. It also just sounds like a free mobile game on the internet. I think it's just they can take advantage of Welsh dragons. So they can have some animated dragons on their clever virtual reality floaty things in the sky. Going around attacking the castle. Yes. It's a stupid name anyway. <laughs> it is a stupid name, but it's not going to affect the um, amount of ticket sales, is it? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, some really, really good news, actually. Chris Ridgway made his pro wrestling Noah return uh, this past Friday. Uh, in a tag team match, he was teaming with the leader of Stinger, Yoshinari Agawa, and him and Ridgeway defeated Asushi Kotage and Yohei to become the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions on his return match. And it was a great match. I absolutely really, really loved this match. And uh, it was classic tag team wrestling. But they didn't use any super combination tag moves. They didn't do wicked double team combos or anything like that. They just, when they had one opponent in, they just absolutely took apart Kotage's leg. Absolutely took it apart. Both Ridgeway and Ogawa just absolutely worked over the leg, took him into their corner and just did not let him out. When he did get let out, they just battered Yohei's arm and then didn't let him out of their corner until they had basically injured both members of the, the other team. So they, And it was a really, really good tag team match. Uh, Chris Ridgeway wins with a... Single leg Boston Crab. Overall, I just I thought this was a great match. Three and a half sugars, without a doubt. I love the fact that Ridgeway got the um, the win for the team. I think that really does show a huge amount of respect to him, and I think it's absolutely brilliant. He dominated the match for about because uh, it was it was a good thirty minutes, thirty five minutes, I think roughly, and uh, he must have taken twenty percent of the match i mean 20 minutes of the match he had the high percentage Gower is is a performer in his 50s so uh it's not surprising that ridgeway did take the lead in the match but yeah he was they were absolutely dominant it was a fantastic return for him okay and i'm gonna let you announce his next match because there's no way i'm gonna be able to pronunciate pronunciate let me make up words as i go along enunciate the names properly Indeed. It is Chris Ridgway's next match for Pro Wrestling Noah. It's going to be on the 4th of May. Uh, he'll be part of a 10-man tag team along with the upper members of Stinger. So Yoshinari Agawa, Hayata, Yoshioka, Seike, uh, Suzumu Yuya. Suzumu Yuya? Yeah. Yoshioka, yeah. And then uh, they'll be facing Noah Jr.'s army, which is Yohei, Miyawaki, Howell, Harada, and Kotage again. 
Uh, should be an excellent match. And uh, as I say, that whole show was brilliant. One of the guys we're going to be talking about in just a minute as well, actually put on a performance of a lifetime. And of course, the Chris Bridgeway World Tour continues as he is set to make his WXW return on the 12th of June in Germany. Indeed, look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, sticking with Japan, though, let's talk about Chris Brooks. Uh, he was in action very early this morning. Well, afternoon for them, very early hours this morning for us. Uh, he retained the DDT King of Division Tag Team Championships alongside his partner, Masahiro Takanashi, as they defeated the team of Jun Akiyama and Yusuke Okada. Uh, this, again, was a really good match. What I loved about this one, and the commentators really helped put this over, was uh, Akiyama is... Technically, he is the fifth pillar. He was a little bit younger than the four pillars, Kabashi and the guys, uh, but he was coming up around them. He was trained by them. He is a true pro wrestler now he wrestles for ddt and he kind of understands what ddt is about he doesn't always like what ddt is all about and he really hates chris brooks and takanashi because they really are they emphasize what ddt is all about fun crazy doing stupid shit making the referees do tag team moves with them. Yeah, and Akiyama really, really hates this. So uh, this was a complete clash of styles. And Akiyama was, oh, he literally battered poor Masahiro Takanashi and Chris Brooks for long periods of this match. Uh, but in the end, Takanashi came away with the victory after reversing a brain buster into a small package. And uh, they, they shout the brain buster before they did it. Uh, they did not shout brain buster before they did it. No, they did Excellent. Not. <laughs> There's no uh, excuse, then. no excuse, indeed. Uh, it was a really good match. Uh, I'd give this one three sugars, but uh, good match. And Chris Brooks looked really good. He gave uh, Okada at one point one of the biggest slaps I have ever heard. I mean, it was seriously just. It was loud. <laughs> well, I, I was in the room with you when we heard um, those slaps at Wrestle Carnival um, between um, uh, Yotosuji and... Kid. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know what this would have sounded like live, but it sounded very, very brutal on the uh, thing. It was it sounded very good. <laughs> Right, should we move on to our next piece of news? Stick it with Japan, I guess. Yeah, why not? Well, to a degree. <laughs> Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega have hinted at a possible match at AEW's Forbidden Door pay-per-view. I am excited. Uh, well, I thought that he was calling out Pack originally, but it kind of comes out, it kind of got out of nowhere. Uh, Ospreay was talking about his upcoming match with Tanahashi. Uh, he said that he was going to pay homage to a wrestler who has impacted his career at the wrestling Don Caddo. And uh, Kenny Omega piped in and replied, just sorry, in jest, you're making it way too obvious, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> so, very, very Kenny. 
Osprey quickly turned his attention to the forbidden door and just simply asked, Omega, you can be all right for June? Omega then replied with a gif of Curb Your Enthusiasm's Larry David saying, eh, we'll see. So, you know, Osprey, Omega, Osprey, Pack. I mean, the length, the amount of different uh, dream matches that are being spouted for this show. Uh, you've got people like Okada saying, oh, it should be CM Punk. It should be this guy. It should be that guy. It should be this guy who faces this one. As I say, I still think you're only going to get about three marquee matches and the rest will be tagged to triple threat. I think you have to market Osprey, though. Surely, uh, being English speaker, uh, being in America a lot, I think he would be the one that it would make the most sense. Yeah, it's just who, but as you say, Omega Osprey could easily headline and uh sell out very, very quickly. Uh, but as I was saying, it was originally Osprey who were actually calling out Pack. Uh, last week we were talking about it, of course. Uh, but who knows? Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, he's set to defend his Osprey is sorry, is set to defend his Warrior Wrestling Championship against Davy Richards on the 28th of May. Uh, just shortly after he defends his Red Pro UK Undisputed Championship against Minoru Suzuki on the 22nd. That must mean that Osprey is not in going to be at the Stevenage show. No, that would obviously be impossible. Yes, because that is on the 28th. So he won't be there, unfortunately. Yes. Well, he manages to avoid Stevenage, so that's all good. (laughs) Speaking of pack. Um, who Osprey originally called out. Pac was back on AEW this week as part of Ray Phoenix's return um, for their feud with the House of Black. Um, I am happy to see Pac back. I'm very happy to see Ray Phoenix back. Um, and yeah, I should look forward to seeing where that goes. Yeah, saw this return. Uh, I, 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 just, I don't know why Pac's with Death Triangle. <laughs> No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I get he's athletic and can do all the... But I don't see where the, 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 the real connect comes in. No. I, I, think, I think almost it'd be good maybe if this turns into a twist and he turns on Death Triangle and joins the House of Black. I think it fits in better with House of Black. Um, he would. I think they should make it the House of Pack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll be honest with you. As long as I get to see another good long Pack versus Malachi match, I'm happy for it to say as it is. If I get to see Pack versus um, Penta, I'm happy. So yeah, it's all good. If they get Pack versus Buddy Murphy, I'm happy. Yeah, that one I'm not too bothered about. No, oh, yeah, not Buddy. Uh, bad Buddy Matthews, anyway. Sorry, not Buddy Murphy, but. Uh, <laughs> I think Matthews and uh, Pack would absolutely tear down the house. Yeah, I'm just not that bothered about it. 
yeah, it'd just be, I suppose it'd just be a great match. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I said, meh. Hmm. Something I'm not meh about is the Super Strong Style 16. Yes, more names have been added to uh, the upcoming Super Strong Style 16. Uh, they include Ricky Shane Page, Chris Ridgeway, Kid Lycos, and Malik. They already announced, obviously, Big Damo and Warren Banks. Uh, one member of the WXW roster will be in there, whether it be Jan Simmons, Tesca, Guns, or Maga. And then, of course, G Money. Uh, has his shot at being entered into the field as well. And then, of course, the big star at the moment being Swerve. So we've got at least half of the field pretty much set now. Uh, we've got three guys from the Atlas Jack tournament being recycled into this. I, I I love what Progress have been doing, but to make this feel like a super strong 16, they are going to need to bring a little bit more star power in. But they have got plenty of time and plenty of numbers left. Yeah, uh, this was came, to be honest, we had a couple of comments on the last few things, live chats as well, uh, talking about, yeah, kind of like the, the lack of star power in Progress right now. They haven't done too huge amounts to separate themselves from the rest of the scene at the moment. Uh, Chris Ridgeway, Kid Lycos, Malik. All great names, all great wrestlers, some of my favourites, but yeah, you're definitely right. There needs to be uh, a couple of big name stars. And who should that be, Dan? Oh, well, I, I think we could do with bringing in um, a, a, a Mexican superstar, maybe a Vikingo. Um, I think he would really draw people over. Um, Agreed. I, I definitely agree. I think uh, bringing in some Mexican talent, I like that. And I definitely like how El Vikingo is just incredible, doesn't stupidly great amazing things yeah um i think you could possibly bring in some um talent from impact josh alexander would be uh quite high up on my list moose maybe as well but uh, alexander would definitely be high on my list for a star if uh, you're looking for one uh What else? I was thinking Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Uh, good, good. Obviously, he's going to be uh, in in October. He's going to be part of 1PW. Uh, could do with maybe a Japanese name. Uh, Takashite would be a good uh, one. Uh, the one that's just moved over to AEW. Uh, he's yep. doing a few rounds in America. Be good to get his name out there a bit more. Uh, UK booking, I think he would be a a good star name to get in there. And then finally, my idea that would be amazing, if I say so myself, is to bring in Wheeler Utah with William Regal as his manager. Utah would be a good name. Utah would be a very good name. Uh, I was thinking somebody like a Lee Moriarty somewhere from a uh, that type of not high AW but like mid AW guy. So 
yes, uh, Utah, and of course, as you say, you bring him in with William Regal. That's gonna make that's gonna be that would be huge. Yeah, it'd be uh, massive. Uh, Michael Oku. If you want to throw in a British name right now, and we haven't talked about any big name Brits yet, uh, Michael Oku is somebody they haven't used in progress yet. He's certainly become one of the biggest stars in thing. Maybe get Mark Haskins to return. Yeah. Uh, Chris Brooks back. Get bring Chris Brooks back in from Japan. That would be a good one. You know what? I I agree, but that is purely for wrestling fans with knowledge. That is not someone that is going to sell tickets to people that wouldn't already buy tickets. No, but he's just another name that you can bring in, as you say, to because you've got to encourage the wrestling fans as well. And uh, I think Brooks would be a good name to bring in because I don't think you're going to be able to bring in people like Zack Sabre Jr. No. No, there's too much connection with Brooke Pro. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, New Japan. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, as you say, it does lack a bit of star power right now. As you see, Barsworth, because I mean, he's huge. And uh, I think we need somebody who hasn't wrestled in the, in the UK or for progress before. I think that's where the power may lie. Go go. Somebody. A go go. Yeah, could be. Uh, he has obviously wrestled in progress already. So. There's a good chance that he may be involved. Uh, but yeah, as I, said, I like the names that we mentioned there. Josh Alexander, something like that. Takashi, uh There's some names out there. Yeah. Talking about names, Roy Wavy Johnson will be the first competitor to challenge Luke Jacobs for his newly won Atlas Championship at Chapter 134, No Mountain High Enough, on the 15th of May at the Electric Ballroom in Camden. Good match. Yeah. Also Big meaty men slapping meat. Oh, yes. Also at 134, the former tag team champions, the Smoking Aces, and the former number one contenders, Sunshine Machine, will meet in a new number one contenders match. And, of course, the 0121 will be there watching. I'm sure they won't get involved at all. No. Uh, chapter 134 looks said to be pretty decent. Uh, show so far. I think there's a good matchups. Yeah, they are. RKJ debut against Leon Slater. You've got Spike Trevay versus Current Noir. Can't wait for that match. Really Atlas Championship. Uh, Gresham versus Money. Yeah, you certainly can't say that this show is lacking star power. I think Chapter 134 uh, should be good. I'd like to see... Uh, uh, RKJ in this year's Super Strong Style 16. I did think about Natural Progression Series. Uh, could easily, because you win that, you take typically get a title shot. So I think RKJ can make it that way as well. As well. I think it make more sense than the contenders. Right. Speaking of RKJ, Rev Pro UK. You're excited about this one, aren't you? I am. Ninja Mac! Has been announced for Rev Pro UK's cruel intentions on the 28th of May, already announced per last week, is Tony Devon. Uh, so a couple of GCW guys coming in. Ninja Max is awesome. 
I love Ninja Mac. He does ninja stuff. You are yeah. a child. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously, the, the stuff I've seen Ninja Mac do in my short time of seeing Ninja Mac in action, he has done stuff that I've never seen anybody else do. And if you can do that, if you're an innovator, you'll always stand out. And he's really funny as well, actually. So uh, put that on top. But the match he had uh, in the Pro Wrestling Noah show, triple threat match against uh, Dragon Bane. And oh God, it was, um, it was another Mexican wrestling guy. It was insane. I have never seen three guys do so much insane stuff. And you should definitely go check that out. It's on the Wrestle Universe app. Get a two-week free trial, so just go watch uh, Chris Ridgeway's match in that match. It's well worth it. Uh, really, really looking forward to having Ninja Mac in the UK. Uh, would love to have Ninja Mac in the Super Strong Style 16, but uh, yeah, more companies book Ninja Mac. He's a ninja. Yeah. God's sake, why would you want him? And 28th of May, it's in Stevenage. Why are you not going to be there? Um, because I'm already booked. I am DJing that night. Oh, that is a shame. It is. Rev Pro UK on your doorstep with Ninja Mac on the card. I am, uh, I am super jealous. It costs <laughs> far too much for me to come down just for the one night, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, another one that I'm hugely excited for. So we go from a ninja to an anime protagonist. As Kid Bandit is set for his UK debut uh, with Sovereign Pro Wrestling. Uh, no match announcement as yet. It's really saying Just Joe Lando's already been booked in a match because Kid Bandit versus Just Joe Lando is a match I want to see. Uh, I also want to see Just Joe Lando versus Ninja Mac if you're listening Ref Pro UK because uh, again that would just be insane but uh, really looking forward to this if you've not seen Kid Bandit on Twitter you, you're obviously not using following the right people on Twitter because he is literally everywhere on Twitter uh, Sorry, he is non-binary, although he, he does use all terms. He uses he, she, and they. I did check this earlier, so uh, I apologize. But, uh, and uh, he's been doing some phenomenal work recently, uh, debuted on TCW as part of Effie's Big Gay Brunch. He had a match against Ali Catcher from right, uh, dressed and doing a cosplay as Mackie Ito, because he also does a lot of cosplay in the anime community. Uh, if you, if you just by happen any chance to listen to this kid bandit, love to have you on the show. Big anime fan, big wrestling fan. I'm sure we'd have a lot to talk about. Uh, just ask Rebecca Resner. We've had her on before. We talked anime and, man and uh, wrestling. I'm going to have Barry on as well. We're going to talk anime and wrestling. And I'll, I'll get get it get kid bandit on the show so I can talk anime and wrestling. This is what you want to see from a new company, a new promotion really just go out of their boat and just go let's bring in somebody that hasn't and they listen to the fans because yeah. and this is one thing that i saw uh one of them they pointed this out that he was almost the most requested guy when they said who should we bring in internationally kid bandit was the most requested and they went out of their way and they brought kid bandit in and uh 
that's awesome. I'm still hoping to be there possibly on the uh, 1st of October, although uh, I have spoken with WXW Germany about their tag team festival as well. Uh, but if I fucking do both, I'll do both. <laughs> You're mad and I love you. Oh, I'll tell you who's not mad. Who's not mad? Wrestle Carnival, because they are bringing in a rather special championship. Wrestle Carnival. We mentioned it last week, but we didn't actually uh, brought it up in my headlines, but I actually forgot to bring it up in the actual thing. So it's good. I thought we needed to talk about this. Yeah. Wrestle Carnival have announced the Pure Championship. Um, the inaugural championship, the inaugural champion will be crowned at Wrestle Carnival's Ringmaster Show on July the 10th in Coventry. So, a pure division. What are we thinking? Ooh. For the show, uh, the people that I've seen who's going to be competing on at Ringmasters, it's got to be Axel Tiska, I think. Mm-hmm. Looking at the lineup for Ringmasters, there's a lot of people I want to see in the pure division. Uh, this is something obviously it's going to be ongoing with Wrestle Carnival. Uh, I think for the guys that I've seen on the show, I think it's Axel Tiska, it's his catch wrestling background. Is uh, I think that'll be the one, yeah, he, he will be very, very cool. Um, Who would you want to see in the division though? Total. I would like to see in the division Joe Hendry. I think he would be fantastic. Um, Doug Williams. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Ridgeway. Of course. Um, Jay Joshua. Jay he Joshua. had a, a good pure rules match with Ridgeway. Um, he did. I think he could do really well. Hmm. Uh, Kev Lloyd catches catch Kev definitely. He's a uh, uh, Ian Skinner. Yeah. Tom Farewell. Tom Farewell. Yeah. Uh, any of the Northwest Strong Boys really, because uh, they're all trained pure wrestlers. Uh, Scott Oberman, Tubert, and Keenan would stand out for me in that type of division, as would somebody like uh, Ethan Allen. Uh, and Luke Jacobs. Uh, it's got some great pure wrestlers in the UK. So uh, I think they should do a hybrid of like pure and heritage British rounds matches. Find a way to make a uniquely British pure wrestling and tweak it a little bit, mixing with some uh, British rounds. Yeah, no, that'd be exciting. We should look forward to seeing how it goes. Indeed. Um, they've got some other good matches lined up for Ringmasters, haven't they? Uh, they really do. Leon Slater versus Robbie X is going to be insane. Leon Slater is an absolute young sensation. Robbie X is one of the best junior heavyweights in the UK. He's ever produced. He is a young veteran. Can't wait for that match. It's going to be a good match. It is. Also announced, Alex Windsor will defend her Queen of the Carnival Championship against Lana Austin. Um, And that is going to be great as well. Lana's on top of her game this year. She really is. 
She has been. And then most recently announced, you got a Carnival Prospect match to newcomers square off. Uh, Lucia Lee faces off against Evie Madden. Go the locksmiths. Go locksmith. Sorry, sorry, Lucia. We're a little bit biased on that one. Uh, we, we, you got to see her quite regularly on a more local show, so we've just yeah. become a fan of uh, good old Evie. You know what? She'd make a great pure wrestling champion. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Actually, haven't thought that. That's very cool. There we go. Yeah. Uh, before that, of course, is the hunt, and that is on the twenty second of May. Uh, two more matches have recently been added to the card. Uh, there has been some card change changes, but we got Debbie Dharma versus Emerson Jane, and then you got the Dead Sad Boys versus Big Man Inc. Adam Bolt and Jackie T. Uh, I love the Dead Sad Boys. I love the Dead Sad Boys too. 22nd of May, The Hunt. That's going to be a great show. And Ringmasters, July 10th in Coventry. And the Carnival is coming to London as Wrestle Carnival have found their London venue. They're going to have a new home in London in Shepherd's Bush at Bush Hall. Um, keep your eyes peeled for the first announcements. As soon as they come, we will let you know. Indeed. Uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling, Sirens Fury, the first ever women's tag team champions were crowned, and it was the Liverbirds. I was wrong. Well, we, you know, you can never be wrong when just guessing in wrestling. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, you know, I said probably make the, uh, the She-Wolves chase, and it looks to be that way. Uh, we've got the live birds, Angel Hayes and Lizzie Evo, or Eliza Alexander, if you like. Uh, ew. Really look forward to seeing Siren's Fury. Uh, hopefully we'll get an update soon from TNT Extreme about where we will be able to see their shows because I think there's been two shows since they've moved off Power 4 TV now and we haven't had any news on where it will be no exciting times mm. uh, we have some TNT Ignition Aftershock news as well yeah um, uh, Ava White is going to be facing Gia Adams at TNT Ignition's Aftershock that's 22nd of May as well uh, the two have crossed paths during the Sirens Rumble, and then you've got Shreddy versus RPD, two of the big names in Ignition right now. Uh, each one probably very much thinking, if I win this, I'm surely get a title shot. That's uh, the big man of muscles versus that big knockout power of RPD. Should be a good match. Uh, yeah, as you say, can... RPD deal with Shreddy's power, but can Shreddy deal with the uh, movement and boxing ability of RPD? Shreddy does have that experience edge on RPD. He does. Yeah, exciting. TNT Extreme going off big time. The Kings of the North have responded to La Rebellion, Mecha Wolf and Beastia 666 ahead of their clash at going off big time on the 9th of June. Um, brilliant little videos on YouTube going around from Kings of the North. Yeah, to basically say, well, they they just said, 
We're going to beat uh, La Rebellion. We're going to take the NWA Tag Team Championships. Billy Corgan's going to have no choice but to bring us out to America. And then we're going to kick everybody's ass out, out there in America, including the Briscoes and others. If you're going to make a challenge, challenge the best. Indeed. I uh, love this. Really looking for this. should be an out. These are two of the biggest, most violent tag teams there are in the world right now they are going to literally tear each other apart tnt extreme is the only place this match can take place yeah i can't wait also i can't wait for charles crowley to make his tnt extreme debut as after weeks and weeks of back and forth on social media he is going to finally get to take on alexis falcon um I think he's bitten off more than he can chew. I think you might be right. Uh, he, I mean, one, he had the gall to confront her during a women's only pay-per-view. He is going to get his ass kicked by this uh, the Iron Maiden of TNT Extreme, Alexis Falcon. He's going to get a crock up the butt. It's going to be great, great fun to see. <gasps> Chelsea Green... The, yes. uh, the hot mess. She's married to Matt Cardona and she is coming to WAW Fightmare 3 and she will be facing Soraya Knight. Yeah. Paige's um, mother. A very established wrestler in her own right. A very good wrestler in her own right. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be a, a great fight to see. And I think it will be a fight as opposed to a match. Yeah, this is not going to be your classic wrestling. This is going to be an all-out, drag-out, hair-pulling, face-slamming, knees and elbows, and... Uh, it's going to be hard-hitting. It's gouges <laughs> to the eyes. I'm but sure it'll be a great match. She's bringing her husband with her. Well, we knew her. Well, it's more the other way around because we knew Cardona was going to be here. Nah, Chelsea's knew, the bigger draw. We knew, yeah, I probably agree with you. Yeah. Uh, we Matt Cardona, we already knew he was going to be here. He he was going to face uh, Ricky Knight Jr. also at Fight Mare Free. Ricky Knight Jr. is going to be pulling double duty because he's also going to be uh, facing his brother Zach Knight on the same night. Uh, so Ricky Knight Juniors are going to be in for a fight. And I'll, I'll just say this. We, we, we've talked to a few people recently. We know about things. I wouldn't with Cardona. No. No, I wouldn't. No. Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, should we talk about NXT UK? Would you like to talk about NXT UK? Go on, seeing as I only watched it a couple of hours ago. Um Good. I, I, I did, and I made notes as well. I stopped taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's you let me do it. Um, I do. We started off with Symbiosis versus Mandrews and Wild Boar. I keep calling him Mandrews. I know it's Mark Andrews, but he'll always be Mandrews to me. Um, they attacked before the bell, the good guys, which is unusual because normally it's the bad guys that attack before a bell, but there you go. Uh, the fans were thoroughly behind the faces. Um, it was a pretty much a 50-50 match. Um, Dennis distracted the boar and Primate speared him. The boar gets his revenge as T-Bone tags in and gets beaten down by Wild Boar. 
and then gets hit with a 450 from Mandrews with a one, two, three. And then Wild Boar suicide dives the outside, taking out Eddie Dennis and chases him all around the arena. And we last see Eddie Dennis running off with Wild Boar in hot pursuit. Yeah. I have no opinion. It's it's much like the um, match last week. I've started to see this a little bit too much. Uh, Von Wagner then had a promo, um, which he didn't actually cut. It was done by Robert Stone um, to introduce him to everybody. Uh, Mustache Mountain then were approached backstage and asked about their win, which was done by nefarious means. Um, Tyler Bate agrees with this, but Trent Seven says it's not cheating if you don't get caught. Is there dissent within the ranks? We shall see. Um, Skid Scala was backstage and got interrupted by a running Eddie Dennis. Um, he announced that he won't have to run much longer because he's going to be competing in a dog collar match against Wild Boar with Symbiosis banned from ringside. I'm happy with this match. It's what should happen. It should be a big blow-off match. Um, it should have some form of reasoning behind a gimmick, and it should have a gimmick. Um, so seeing as they haven't had cage matches really in NXT UK, a dog collar match makes sense. I'm just following the um, rules here. Got nothing to say still. <laughs> Angel Hayes versus Bratty Brookside with Eliza Alexander. It was uh, this, all right. This was all right. This was good. This, um, yeah. Angel Hayes looked good. Brookside looked better. She's looking better and better since she's gone um, with having Eliza in her corner. I'm happy about that because I'd stopped caring about her and now I do. Um, in the end, uh, there was a great move from Hayes when she got close to the sling blade. She did that beautifully. Alexander came up on the apron for the description and Bratty rolled up Hayes for the one, two, three. They then beat down Angel Hayes until Amel makes the save, which would tend to suggest we're going to get Amel and Angel Hayes versus um, the new Liver Birds. The true Liver Birds? We shall see. I'm sure they will give them a name. Uh, we then saw Dempsey training backstage with a weighted club a la the Sheik. I liked that. Remember the Sheik with his old Iranian clubs that he used to do the spinning? Yeah. I'm just showing my age now. Um, A-Kid came up and asked him for a rematch. Um, wasn't much to it, but as long as I get the match, I'm happy. Uh, Johnny Saint was then shown arriving. Oh, good. Uh, Saxon Huxley versus Von Wagner. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. This is enjoyable. I like was, Huxley. I like Huxley, um, and I like Von Wagner from this. I don't watch NXT UK, um, but I really enjoyed Von Wagner's style and his presence. He reminded me a bit, presence-wise, of Sid. I'm not being rude to Von Wagner, because Sid wasn't exactly the greatest wrestler, but he had the presence. Um, Against stupid. <laughs> Possibly. I wouldn't say that to his face, though. Um, in the end, Huxley went for a cross body. Wagner caught him, lifted him, lifted him up onto his shoulders, 
and then hit a big driver for the one, two, three. That was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this is Von Wagner's world and we're just living in it. Um, having seen him best the biggest big man we have in NXT UK, I'll be very interested to see who they put him up against next. Wolfgang. No, because Wolfgang normally does the introductions. I don't think it will be Wolfgang. Probably not, but they would, they would make for a good match, two big men like that. Mastiff? Mm, too busy in the tag division at the moment. So, uh... yeah. I'll be interested to see. Um, Gallus then did a press conference. What is it with Gallus and absolutely crap videos? Awful fake flashes and fake camera noise all the way through. It was just annoying the hell yeah. out of me. Um, basically, it was that they're all um, going to be working together and all is good. Um, it, it was crap. Um, Tiger Churan from the Himalayas debuts next week. I think we both know who that is, don't we? I think so. Yeah, I, I think you called that already. Um, Mako Satamora and Isla Dawn then have another promo. Um, Mako says, I have beaten you, now I will hurt you. Still hasn't explained what the match is. No. Um, which worries me. Lash Legend will be on Supernova Sessions next week. Lash Legend is an NXT 2.0 wrestler and she did a promo video and she will... Oh, good luck to her. Um, be on Supernova <laughs> Sessions next week. It'll be all right as long as Charles there. Yes. Uh, Johnny Saint was then in the ring to manage the contract signing between Jordan Devlin and Ilya Dragunov. Uh, Devlin came out in his nice shirt and got a nice chant of shirt from Primark, um, which I quite enjoyed. Dragunov came out dressed the nines. They sat down. They were doing the usual arguing over a table. Dragunov decided to raise the stakes and a loser leaves NXT. So the title and the loser has to leave NXT UK. Both sign and then mysteriously Johnny Saint leaves the ring. I wonder what's going to happen next. Um, Devlin goes to headbutt Dragunov and misses. Dragunov headbutts Devlin. They both fight. Everything gets thrown around. Dragunov sets up a table in the corner, goes to the torpedo. Devlin uses Scala as a shield, then hits the Devlin side through the table and leaves with Dragunov buried under the table and the mat and Johnny Saint waggling his finger at Devlin. Leaves a Lee's town. Yeah. Who's leaving town? I think Dragunov. I'm not happy about it. Possibly, possibly. I, I looked, but I, I thought about it the other way one week because, and I looked, but I'm like, yeah, but there's no one set ready to challenge Devlin. Take it. No, well, just, I mean, is he sticking in NXT UK or is he moving to NXT 2.0? Nathan Fraser's already gone. 
probably one of the Americans. There's, there's, a, there's a bit of a lackluster on the face front bar Tyler Bate, but even I think Bank must be off to States as well. Maybe it'll be Tiger Turan. Tiger Turan, yeah. We shall see. There we go. All in all, I would give this episode two and a half sugars. I will join you on those and go two and a half sugars. There was nothing particularly exciting. There was nothing particularly offensive apart from a Gabas video. And we're kind of used to that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, let's get on some of our topics for next week, uh, starting with tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this. Northwest Strong versus, uh, so this is Catch Pro, Monday Night Catch Pro in Manchester. Northwest Strong's Keenan Krishna and Joe Kessler versus The Bantabus. Tom Farewell and Barry Han- Haneke. Uh, Alexis Falcon versus Lucy Sky. Scotty Rourke versus Lachlan Sharp. Gid Lycos 2 versus Miles Kamen. And Big Guns Joe versus Doobit. A lot of young talent on that show. Good looking show. Very hmm. good looking show. Saturday, the 7th of May, Prime Wrestling Season 2, Episode 3 from Newcastle. We're going to have Paddy Griffin versus Tommy Zane for the Prime Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, where Zane is going in as champion. Shreddy will take on Mickey Limerick. David Lynn versus Logan Smith. That's so Raven versus Rude and Dean Ford. Paulie C and Ben Wacklett versus the Ace Corps. Ace Corps, that's Ryan Ace and Liston Ross. And Daz Black and LJ Cleary. And Angel Hayes will also be in action. Hmm. Some decent names coming down from Scotland for that show. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Pro Wrestling Eve on the Saturday. It's their 12th anniversary show, and it's in Leighton in London. No card has been announced, but come on, it's Pro Wrestling Eve. It's their anniversary show. You know it's going to be good. It will be, without a doubt. Sunday the 8th of May, we have Rev Pro live in London, 61 in London. Um, again, we don't appear to have a card. No, but it's uh, Repro UK. It surely will be again a good show. Uh, one card we do have is Slam Masters, which has crossed the line in Ponticloon, Wales. Uh, Doug Williams versus Martin Grant for the Slam Masters Championship. Echo Reed versus LA Taylor versus Mariah May for the Slam Masters Women's Championship. Man Like Doris versus Sid Oakley. Danny Duggan versus Elijah. Necrofago versus Mark Daniels, Jez Gardner versus Casey Wilde versus Kurt Atlas versus Dangerous Danny Owens. And if you want to know a little bit more about that show and Slam Masters Wrestling in general, how can they do that? Well, they can go check out our most recent special released, uh, which is with John, a uh, promoter and owner, wrestler turned promoter and owner uh, for Slam Masters. And we have a great discussion really about the upcoming show, previous shows, and a really good general discussion about wealth wrestling overall. And uh, I really, really enjoyed that. We got his four names for Welsh wrestling to be carved into Mount Snowden. We had to do something special. I thought so we we, we did that. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a really interesting chat with uh, the guys over at Slam Masters. Definitely worth following. Family friendly show. To be honest, look at that card. It's some good names on there. Oh, really? Are hmm. should we go into our further roundup? Indeed, why not? World Pro Wrestling, the full card for World Pro Wrestling Summer Wrestling Spectacular has been announced. We have Niwa versus Joe E. Legend. Yes, that's Joe E. Legend. I think it's cool that he's coming over. Um, we have Yestin Reese versus Gianni Valletta. Shakel Sham versus Adam Maxted in a battle of the abs in that one. Zach Zodiac versus Hernandez. James Mason and Joel Redman versus Andrew Anderson and Mil Muertes. Tajiri versus Doug Williams. And the Summer Spectacular is on the uh, 19th of June in Cheltenham, and it will be streamed live on Fight TV. That should be an interesting show. Uh, I, I, I like the Mason Redman connection. Good uh, classic British wrestling tag team there, I think. Superstars Pro Wrestling in Liverpool. Uh, three more matches have been added to the In Your Scouse show, uh, which is on the 14th of May in Liverpool. Uh, Brian Adenson versus Jack MV. Lucy Sky versus Stacey Rose. Made to last Ryan Fawn and Leon Gray. And James Reed and Pitbull. Ambush Pro return to Ely on the 28th of May with You Know the Drill. It will feature... T.K. Cooper, Dan Maloney, Spike Trevay, Chuck Mambo, and Mercedes Blaze, amongst others. One match has been announced so far, and that will be Warren Banks clashing with Damon Moser. Should be a good match. Uh, don't get to see Moser much anymore now that FNW is gone, but uh, you can still check him out over at Ambush Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Odyssey Pro Wrestling, following the fallout of OPW's War on the Shore. The main event of their next show, Rick Marcus will face Ryan Hunter for the OPW Championship. Plus, RP Davies gets his hands on, on Andre Decker. And this is at OPW's Mutiny on the 18th of June in Morecambe. Uh, also announces Sam Bailey versus Rob Drake. Purpose Wrestling. The Purpose Championship Tournament semi-finals matches have been announced for Lightspeed on the 10th of June. Connor Mills will take on Nino Bryant and David Francesco will take on Jordan Brakes at the Merton Art Space in Wimbledon. 1PW have added Session Moff Martina, Nathan Cruz, Ulf Herman and Greg Burridge, yes, that Greg Burridge, to uh, their return show, a new twist of fate on the 1st of October. I hadn't heard Ulf Herman, that's awesome. Ulf Herman is uh, Swedish, I guess. Um, Reloaded Championship Wrestling Alliance Michael Oku will challenge Warren Banks For the RCWA Championship At Now We Play On the 25th of June in Raynham And everyone should be trying to get to see that match Oku versus Banks Yeah Pretty much everybody should be going to see that Uh, We mentioned Oku is probably Arguably one of the top stars in UK British wrestling right now probably amongst those top five, if you were going to say for your top British UK guys right now, who wrestle mainly in the UK, not talking about people who fly in and out. Uh, but definitely I'd put Oku right up there. And I would also put Banks in that top 10 right now. Yeah, he is definitely. 
right out there. Ignite Wrestling Pro, uh, where he is a champion. Uh, there will be a fatal four ways number one contenders match at their all or nothing on the 15th of May. Is Danny Black, Just Joe Lando, Tommy Kyle, and Corey McRae will battle it out for their chance to face Warren Banks. I'd like to see that match. Me too. Modern it's Nomad in uh, near you, Boreham Wood. It is indeed. Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling Tuesday Night Grax returns on the 24th of May at the Frog and Bucket. The Super Chapman brothers are confident that the problem solver and all-around best is bud Dan Maloney is going to take on Northwest Strong's Luke Jacobs. Oh, my goodness. I've missed that storyline. Um, I feel bad now. Uh, the models, yes, Joey Dan- Hayes and Danny Hope, have also been announced for the show. I don't know how it's happened, but yes, Dan Maloney has become the Super Chapman bros problem solver for some... <laughs> Considering everything that we know of uh, Mad Kurt versus Dan Maloney throughout that Epic Encounters uh, series <laughs> that they did in the closed shows. Honestly, I can't believe that they went that way. Yeah, I, they, this is why we absolutely love Bottom Nomad Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, DNA Pro Wrestling, several more names have been added to DNA Pros. Why is it spicy? including the DNA Tag Team Champions, The Lads, Sullivan King, Elijah, Paul Robinson, The Rebellion, RKJ, CJ Carter, and Man Like Beano. See, I told you several more names. Uh, they're all said to be in action in Ipswich on the, 20, on the 18th of June. When I get married. Hey. Riot Cabaret Pro Wrestling, our brand new promotion coming out of Clapham in London. Riot are going to make their debut with the grand opening on the 28th of June. It's going to feature the RC Grand Opening Championship Tournament. Six competitors have been revealed, and they include Tate Mayfairs, TK Cooper, Dan Maloney, Chuck Mambo, Mr. Charles Crowley, and Cara Noir. If you're going to be a new company, that is some serious names to bring in. It's just progress, isn't it? Shut up. <gasps> North Wrestling NCL Warhorse makes his final UK appearance uh, as they uh, as he faces off against Shreddy at We Truly Mean All Disrespect on the 14th of May. Uh, I believe uh, he's off to Copenhagen after this. Uh, so from UK to Denmark is old Warhorse. Uh, but Warhorse versus Shreddy should be a great match. Liam Slater is finally set to meet Rory Coyle for the North Wrestling Championship. And you've got the North Tag Team semifinals that begin in a triple threat, triple threat tag team match. Lionel Austin, Rob Drake versus Connor Renshaw and Big Lou Nixon versus Man Like Darice and Leon Slater. Plus, Maxine Impaler makes her North Wrestling debut, or their North Wrestling debut. The bad boy Jim, Gene Money and Lycos Jim will be there, as will Joe Hendry. Please, Joe Hendry, make another song. Please, please. <laughs> Vortex Wrestling, Friday the 10th of June. Vortex Pro Wrestling returns to Burnham Park Hall. Alexander Roth, Charles Crowley, Evie Madden, Aluna Blue, and Bullet will all be in action. And Bullet is having a great 2022. Really is. Uh, Jurassic Progress and the JPW have unveiled the Lost World Championship. 
Uh, and at their next show, Spit Out the Bone, on Sunday the 12th of June in Harwich, uh, there will be championship presentation as well as two qualifying matches determine the two finalists to become the first ever JPW Lost World Champion. They've also announced their dates um, for their remaining shows of 2022. Uh, they are June 12th, August 14th, and the one-year anniversary show on October the 9th, and then December the 11th. Go see our friends down at Jurassic Pro Wrestling and go check out our interview with Ben Ecker. And an interview we did quite a while back with Corey McRae, uh, two of the key names over at JPW Jurassic Pro Wrestling. So. SWW Wrestling. The first match to be announced for SWW's first all-women's show, Shooting at the Walls of Heartache, on Friday the 13th of May, is Lucia Lee versus Kara. Should be a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black County Championship Wrestling. Uh, they return on the 10th of June with Center Victorious. Uh, there will be a bank holiday special ticket offer coming today, uh, or well, tomorrow or today, uh, depending on when you're listening. It could be yesterday. As, uh, as we always say, anything can happen in Blank Country Championship Wrestling. Should we do some quick Euro news before we call it a day? Go on, then. I'll start. Go for it. Body Slam Wrestling. Carlos Zamora will face Mikael Flynn for the vacant Body Slam Championship at Great Scandinavian Bash. Yeah, that should be a great match, and that is on the 7th of May. Uh, Sticking in Denmark, Nordic Elite Wrestling. Carlos Zamora again will defend his new championship, his Nordic Elite Wrestling Championship, that is, against Dan Evans at Dominion on the 11th of June. Body Zoe, Axel Tiska is to face the Belgian war machine Mike Di Vecchio at Body Zoe's fifth anniversary show on the 25th of June. Okay, that's uh, Belgium. And WXW, Tristan Archer has won back the WXW Unified Championship from Jern Simmons at this Saturday's We Love Wrestling Slam de May. Uh, which I assume is Slammy May. Uh, tune in next week where I will review that show. Uh, their next big show is True Colors, and that is on the 28th of May. Uh, one match has been announced so far, and I had a sense of Volto versus Elgiel Blanc, both tied at one match apiece. This will be the tiebreaker. HCW, the Gullias brothers are set to defend the HCW tag team titles against 4K, Ben Stoff and Benji at the biggest Hungarian pro wrestling event this spring, the Day of Glory on 21st of May. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Gullias brothers. Uh, big fan of Hungarian wrestling right now, but the Gullias brothers are definitely ones to keep an eye on. Bring them over to the UK. They would be a uh, great tag team for some of the guys that we've got over here. They would indeed. And with that said, remember, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>